Hello, this is Ken, your podcast preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Water. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Darkness. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode six of seven. Why we change the language, I'm not sure. You'd have to refer back to the last message to know what I'm talking about, but I can tell you here that God created evil. If you look in the King James Version, you'll see it. If you look in the New King James Version, they changed it. They both mean the same thing. But I just wanted to be clear when I included it. But that's what it says. But also, reading that way, it ensures us that He is God who is in control of both ends of life. Thanks be to God that His plan has both a front door and a back door. Isaiah 50.10 Who among you fears the Lord? Who obeys the voice of His servant? Who walks in darkness and has no light? And let him trust in the name of the Lord and rely upon his God. I don't want to be the owl here, but who, 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 but you, you, you. Two doors, a door in and a door out. Isaiah 58, 10. If you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall dawn in the darkness and your darkness shall be as a noonday. Now, if you're concerned about how I'm traveling through these scripture moguls, then don't be. There, now that we have that behind us, we can move forward. It's just this way for this message. I go as I'm led. If I miss it, judge me, leaving your borrowed judgment on the floor. Least you set the standard too high for God's critical eye. Just like good parents, he loves us when we love one another and can work together to get a desired and favorable end. Isaiah 59, 9. Therefore justice is far from us nor does righteousness overtake us. We look for the light, but there is darkness. For brightness, but we walk in blackness. You know what I find communal is the fact that back in these days, many times when they talked, they talked in terms of community. It wasn't an individualistic frame of mind. Could America be so humble and connected to speak in such a manner? We messed up. Can we do better? We will survive. We will pray. We will help. No. You did this. They did that. You did this to me. Why you got to do me like that? Blame, shame, blame, shame, blame, shame. We are a sinful nation that has dropped the ball on our watch. And though we were blessed by God in tremendous ways, we cannot stay here in this position without putting him first. Do you know why war catches so many people off guard? Because they think if they keep the TV off, it will stop it from coming. So says the ostrich. Well, this is not an end-time message, although darkness covering the whole land will be just one more sign that God gives us, letting us know our plan is not working. Isaiah 62, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will rise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Nope, I didn't read ahead, but if you are paying attention, you will see that this has happened throughout this message. Where I chatted up about this or that, Then the following scripture yells out, Oh yes, did you see it? Jeremiah 13, 16 Give glory to the Lord your God before he causes darkness and before your feet stumble on the dark mountains and while you are looking for light, he turns it into the shadow of death and makes it dense darkness. Okay, so this could be seen as a warning to those who live thousands of years in history. But if you are paying attention, God never changes. 
and he's always concerned about sin in the camp. Why couldn't this thing be a warning to our Gentile nation? Are we not on a time clock, church? For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery. Least you be wise in your own opinion, that blindness, in part, has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Luke 21:24, And they will fall by the edge of the sword, and be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. So how full is the glass now? And yes, it matters. Shall we discuss some more worthless things about each other while the sands of time slip away? Who pays for it in the end? Are we not also responsible for our generation? Jeremiah 23:12. Therefore their ways shall be to them like slippery ways. In the darkness they shall be driven on and fall in them. For I will bring disaster on them. The year of their punishment, says the Lord. Do we have a their way in America? And our way? Do we think we can escape his eyes and push his face away from our sins? Perhaps you are right in that I am just a bit too zealous for this stuff. But the story of a thief in the night places me in the center of this mess. Second Peter 3.10 but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. 310 to Yuma, right? So Peter must have been off a little as well. Hear a great noise? It's over? Done? No more indecisiveness. Joel 3.14 states, Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. Just how many will miss it by a second? How many have already missed it by one second? How many waited till the very end of their life, and then life caught them by surprise, and now they're not in? How long will you wait? Just one second, you go from having a change to life all in all of eternity with God in relationship with him, in an absolute perfect world that makes this world a type and a shadow of what it was always intended to be, to hell, and all by choice. You actually convince yourself that God was lying and that the father of lies was telling the truth. Brilliant. John 8:44 and 2 Thessalonians 2:11. In my script, I wrote out, What a price to pay! In all caps, what a price to pay. Signed, Darkness. Lamentations 3.2 He has led me and made me walk in darkness and not in light. But not you, right? Ezekiel 32.8 All the bright lights of the heavens I will make dark over you and bring darkness upon your land, says the Lord God. Good thing he's talking about those other guys. Why, America has never seen defeat. So why should we believe it now? Because we have never had God as an advisory? Never been so under his judgment? He has never been so far away from the Gentiles as in these days. Never. Daniel 2:22. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. Funny as I write this on 2-22-2022. Now, not so funny, is it? 
I don't have a Facebook account, says the one who thinks he is getting away with murder. I stay away from computers altogether, says the one. He sees what they are doing when he's watching over them. You see, we used to go into a dark room to process an image on film. But even then, it had to have a red light to appear. The blood of Jesus is the only red light. You will need to make your sin appear. And then to cover them up, sending them into darkness forever. But pay attention as there is another red light counterfeit to the one true light. And it will lead you astray. So let's see what Joel has to say about this foreboding word. Joel 2.2 A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like the morning clouds spread over the mountains, a people come, great and strong, the like of whom has never been, nor will there ever be such after them, even for many successive generations. Okay, so now we're talking. Back in my church purpose message, I chat about the Bride of Christ making herself ready. Revelations 19.7 This is what it will look like even before the end of times. Although very close, as we can see even in Joel's other darkness verse. And yes, I read ahead this time. Joel 2.31 The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before the coming and the great awesome day of the Lord. Well, that's it for today. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from them. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, steal, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.